Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Before we get started, I wanted to make sure you were aware that one of Nancy's daughters, Rebecca Merkel, has written Even Exile, The Restoration of Femininity. What is a Christian woman's role? In this powerful book by Rebecca Merkel, we see that no matter what they are doing, women are made for glory. Get Even Exile today at canonpress.com. Well, hello, ladies. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. A couple of weeks ago, I talked to you about fear and boldness and how God has promised to give us a spirit of power and of love and of self-control. We're to fear God and not man, even if man might kill us. And why? Because God has the power to kill both body and the soul. And he's going to deal with all his enemies in due time. Today, I thought I'd just add a few more thoughts about how to resist this temptation to fear and anxiety and a different kind that doesn't arise from our adversaries or enemies or persecution, but all those everyday fears and anxieties. I think women are prone to fear. And that's why First Peter 3 addresses women specifically saying that we are Sarah's daughters if we do not give way to fear. And I believe worry and anxiety are certainly subsets of fear. And I think I have said here before that you can't prevent fear from banging on the door, but you can <laughs> resist the temptation to open the door and invite fear to come in because Fear is a very unruly guest and hard to get back out once you've let it in. So last time I quoted Matthew 10, 24 through 33, and I want to pick up today just the last part of that section of verses 29 through 32. And he's speaking of sparrows. And he says, Jesus says, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. So, if God values us more than sparrows, and he exercises his sovereign care over them, even though they're so small and seemingly inconsequential, that therefore we ought to be able to put our anxieties in perspective, because he cares for us and he cares for all those little birds every one of them. And so this might help us to put our regular anxieties about all the day-to-day things, about money or food or clothes or the kids or health or our homes and the broken furnace or the whatever, the lack of firewood and winter's coming and nobody had snow boots or (laughs) all these regular anxieties. Surely we can put these in perspective knowing that our good God even cares and provides for the sparrows. And none of them fall to the ground without his good intent and purpose behind it. He oversees everything. So I'd also like to look at Luke 12, 22 through 34. And then we're going to look just a couple more verses. And then I'm going to say a few things about it. But first, the good stuff, the inspired stuff. Luke 12, and I'm going to just start actually with verse 29. 
and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. And then in verse 32, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And in Matthew 6.33, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So, seeking the kingdom of God may seem like a change of subject, but I don't think it is. It's an alternative to worrying. So, don't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink. Don't have an anxious mind because all the nations of the world seek after this. Your father knows you need these things. Of course he does. But seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So it's not a change of subject. Actually, it's a strategy. It's a technique. Well, it is a change of subject, but it's the cure for our anxieties and our fears and our worries. So rather than worrying and being anxious about all the things, fill in the blank, we're to seek the kingdom of God. This is God's alternative to worry. And we're not to be fearful because it's our Father's pleasure. It is His joy to give this kingdom to us. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So why are you worrying about what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to wear and all this stuff when here He is preparing a kingdom for you? So consider His tenderness toward us, His love for us. His, it's His good pleasure. He's looking forward to this if I can put it that way. It's his pleasure to give us all these things and more. Oh my goodness, it's just hard to get our minds around this. So rather than having an anxious mind about these things, all these things, <laughs> all these many things, and these many things are all the same things that the unsaved world is worrying about, anxious about, we're to be different. We're to think about what God has for us instead, and it's so much better than what we're fretting about. Our Father is giving us a kingdom, and in the meantime, He wants us to take our mind off worrying about our, where our next meal is going to come from, and He wants us to think about what He's going to give us, and that is what He wants us to seek. He wants us to seek His kingdom. He wants us to seek his righteousness. That means seek, means pursue, to be taken up with, to be thinking about, to be chasing after. So what if, instead of worrying, instead of being anxious, you turned your mind to seeking the kingdom of God? How do we do that? Well, by having a very firm confidence and expectation that we get from his word, obviously. If we're going to seek or pursue the kingdom of God, that means we're taken up with having an eternal perspective. We're not thinking about or worrying about, I mean, we have to think about dinner, right? We have to think about 
where we're going to get the snow boots for the winter. Of course, we have to do these things, but we can do them cheerfully without worrying, without being anxious. We can pray about the rent that's due in a minute and we don't have the money and we pray about those things, but we turn our mind away from those things because we know our Father knows about that. He's going to provide for us, but we're to be taken up with the kingdom of God and how he wants us to live in that expectation and to be seeking it and to hold that perspective over all of our worries and cares. Put all those small things in perspective, like, Lord, surely if you are giving us a kingdom and it's your pleasure to do that, then you will take care of all of these concerns I have. He's going to bestow a kingdom on us, so this time on earth, however long or short it is, we're to be seeking it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How are we to live? How are you implementing this command to seek his righteousness? How are you implementing that in the face of worry and anxiety? I was thinking and preparing this little talk, like, what was I anxious about in high school or junior high or college or last week for that matter? Did God provide for me? I don't even remember all those concerns that I had. What was I so worried about in fifth and sixth grade? (laughs) Did he provide for me? Did he give me something to wear and something to eat and something to drink? Did he take care of me? He did. Yes, he did. So much so, I don't even recall what the worries were. He wants us to be taken up with him with something so much bigger, so much more important, more substantial, more consequential than the house mortgage or the airline tickets or the leaky roof or the grocery budget. We're to set our hearts not on these things, but on his righteousness and his kingdom. That's of first importance. It's not of second or third importance. We're to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. You know what? When we do that, then we are in a better position to lay before him all of our concerns, all of our worries, all the things that are troubling us. We can lay them before him with that perspective, like here's our good and gracious God who's his pleasure is to give us a kingdom. So what do I do with my troubles? I present them to him and I can leave them there and walk in faith and enjoy looking forward to this amazing thing that's coming that we cannot begin to understand. So are you worried? Are you anxious? Change the subject. Reset. Are you worrying about something small or big? However momentous it seems, it's not as important as the kingdom of God. So seek his kingdom. Live as a Christian woman who's going to inherit a kingdom. Be a good steward of your duties. And of course, be a good steward of all these needs and concerns and griefs and sorrows. Bring them all to him and press on in righteousness, seeking his kingdom. So we hold these things in our hands and say, Lord, you want me to seek your kingdom and hear all these troubles these hard things, these griefs, sorrows, as well as worries and concerns about daily needs. You have something so big for me. Help me to bestow all these smaller things into your care and trust you for them. 
and press on in righteousness, seeking to be holy now in the midst of these concerns and pursue you first. There's no end to seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. We will never be done. Like, well, I got that down. (laughs) We're to seek this all our lives, every day. And all these other things that distract and worry us are already taken care of in the big picture. So there's no need to concentrate on those things. That is a waste of our time. And God already knows we need it. So we can change the subject and ask him, like, show me how to seek first your kingdom. Show me how to pursue your righteousness. Help me to walk in that pursuit. Help me to run that way, to run my race, seeking first your kingdom. And I promise you, when we do this, God is faithful and he delivers us from our anxieties and helps us to walk in a glad expectation and joy of all that he has prepared for us. So there you go. That's something to think about today. That's a very big topic. And uh, I pray you'll have a very blessed and fruitful day in him. Thanks for joining me and see you next time. 